today on the Sales Life Podcast. So when I'm confident, I can go off script. I can afford to go off script because my narrative, my experience, um, my, my voice oozes with confidence. But when it's not so good with me, that's when I have to rely and lean back more so on the script itself. Hi, this is Rich Villar. I'm William McCormick. I'm Sean Hill. I'm Kenny Landrum. You're listening to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. All right, TSL, let's get it. Welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of selling. Because I say sales is parallel to life, man. Sales is life. So many lessons that you can learn in sales. You can apply them to life. But so much of life helps develop you into a better salesperson as well. So if you're in the profession, these episodes, you're going to get a lot of value. But even if you're not in the profession, you're still going to get a lot of value. Because remember, these are life skills. So you can take um, the information and the techniques and the mindset and you can apply them to your everyday sales life. So today, um, let's talk about scripts. And to script or not to script, that is ye old question in sales. And, you know, you, you have a divided opinion um, about scripts and not scripts. And, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm both. I'm D, all of the above. Um, I believe in scripts. But I want to break down the, the times that you should use scripts and the times that you should actually stay away from uh, or start drifting a little bit away from uh, scripts. But, um, you know, when I go to a fine dining restaurant, I know my waiter's on a script. He's on a script from the way that um, many times the way that he approaches the table um, if we've never met before. So he sets the tone, but also in the way that he uh, describes the specials. And so that's a script. And so my waiter in describing in uh, in what the dish is and what it comes with, that's a script. But his description, the way that it's prepared, well, he goes off script. This is where he he jumps from the script and makes the dish act, actually come alive. So even if I'm there and already had an idea in mind what I wanted to eat. Based on his description, he confuses the whole situation. All of a sudden, I'm like, you know, you know when you have that good dish, when, when they say something and then all of a sudden you just lean back in your chair, you're like, oh, now it's a game changer, right? So originally, he approached it with the script, but he filled it going off script. And made things come alive. Scripts are important, man. Because scripts are your outline. But how the pages are filled, well, that depends on your experience. Working that script. Working the volumes of customers over and over and over. The reps. And the more you tell the story, the more believable it actually becomes. So I think scripts are important. Um, but I think they're especially important when you have no experience, because if I'm new in sales 
and or only have a handful of customers. I don't have a lot of experience to draw from. So what do I do in that case? This is why you need a script. Because, see, the scripts are what's going to help me develop my voice through the reps. My voice actually starts building the narratives. The narrative creates the trust, and the trust makes even more sales. Because it is possible that you can have a script maintain, and this is why I like the script, to develop the, to maintain the consistency. So that way, even if I don't have the experience and I don't have my voice yet and my narrative yet, I can use the script and because I'm consistent, it creates the trust which develops the sale. But I really like it as you become more seasoned. Once you get that voice and that narrative, that's what really digs into the nooks and crannies of the of the difficult sales, the hard to get kind of buyers. And those are the ones that that earn you the sale when nobody else could. So when you have no experience, man, you need to uh, maintain that consistency. You gotta you gotta hug up to that script. This is where I think sometimes new salespeople go wrong is because they, in an effort to not sound like they've this is their you know. 27th day being there they try to sound super professional super seasoned and you come across inauthentic the scripts are what's going to make you where you don't you don't have the voice yet you don't have the experience yet and so if you try to act like you have the voice if you try to act like that you've had years and years of experience it's going to come across inauthentic and the customers but they can't trust that and so Sometimes they don't even know what it is. They just say, nah, I'm going to hold off. And it, it, it leaves them with that residue of, I don't know, something just wasn't quite right with that whole deal. So this is why you got to hug up to your scripts and you don't have to act like a seasoned professional if you're not there yet. Just maintain the script itself. And through the reps, man, you're going to be able to, to, uh, to drift off of those things. Now, I still use scripts. I use scripts, even though I'm 22 years banging away in sales, man, I use them because when my confidence is shaken, then I have to rely more so on the script itself. I rely more heavily on that because I have to redevelop my consistency. So when my confidence is shaken, I tend to overanalyze things. I tend to put too many filler words in there. And when you put too many filler words in there, then what happens is you start to confuse the message. When I'm confusing the message, the customer doesn't have the opportunity to clearly say yes or no. So when I'm confident, I can go off script. I can afford to go off script because my narrative, my experience, um, my, my voice oozes with confidence, but when it's not so good with me, that's when I have to rely and lean back more so on the script itself. So if you're new or if you're reusing the script, like in my case, when I have to hug up those scripts again, you have to treat this script as home base, man, you know, home base where, uh, you know, when you're playing tag, then you get to home base, you refuel a minute. They can't tag you out. You can't lose. You refuel, but bro, you're not allowed. You, 
Your scripts are your home base. You're allowed to come home. You're not allowed to stay here. You're a grown-ass man, Marsh. You can't go stay with your dad no more. All right? You can go visit him, but you cannot live there. That's what scripts need to be for you, where sometimes it's home base for you, where you go there, you refuel, you catch your breath a little bit, and then I need you to start drifting off a little bit. Because as you're gaining experience or you're trying to regain your confidence, this is where you have to um, start bridging off and develop more analogies. Analogies are super, super important in sales. And so even if you don't have the experience, you can use analogies to help break it down for customers because customers are, they're coming to you because they need you to kind of break that information down. And this is where analogies really come into play. So say for instance, if I have a customer who is, uh, who is interested in towing, but they don't know the difference between a 355 rear end and a 373 rear end. All right. So the analogy for me would be the difference between the two on uh, 373 rear end. It's like take a track. Okay. So you have one, one runner who can run the, the whole revolution of the track in 3.55. And then I have another runner who can run that same distance. Um, or, or make, uh, I'm sorry, make the, the evolution 3.55. The next runner can make that evolution 373. So he can go a little bit further in the, in the same amount of time. Well, overall, what that means is a 373 means he can run faster, means that rear end can turn faster. When the rear end turns faster, it means it can actually pull more. See, that's an analogy. All of a sudden you can break it down. So a guy who's, who's new to truck buying, or doesn't you really know what his um, you know towing specifics need to be or whatever? When you can break down different analogies like that, then it creates more trust because they're like, "Oh, I get it." Because customers are trying to sound smart too, and so sometimes reading their body language and adjusting accordingly, breaking it down, the grocery bag hooks are are there on the back of the uh, of the minivan. So that way, when you slam on the brakes, all of a sudden, you know, the guy in front of you is texting, you slam on the brakes, and all of a sudden, your oranges aren't going all underneath your seat, which gets underneath your brake pedal, and all of a sudden, you can't brake. <laughs> See, there's an analogy right there, man, that you get. And then all of a sudden, it's like, ah, okay, yeah, I get it. See, the analogies are what's going to help paint the picture. So when you're lacking in confidence or you're lacking in experience, Analogies are a great superpower for you also. I do believe also, dude, you can you can borrow experience and borrow voices from other people, from other salespeople. So you can borrow their experience, meaning that you can go talk to them and ask them about certain situations, your Achilles heel, uh, situations that you can't seem to overcome. What do you do in this situation? You can borrow their experience with, hey, when a customer told you this, what did you do? You can also borrow the experience by sitting next to it, like say in the next cubicle or a cubicle or two down and listen to how that salesperson works the phone, how they actually, and then ask questions afterwards or actually um, talk to them or take notes. They don't, the customer doesn't know what you're doing. You can take a legal pad in there and start taking notes based on what you're hearing. Dude, even though I've been in this for a long time, 
I get experience. I borrow experience from my rookie salespeople to my 10-year guys to my 30-year guys. It doesn't matter to me. I borrow experience from everybody, and you can also borrow the voice. Here's what's key, man. Somebody who is a top producer, somebody who is a banger, somebody that you idolize even on uh, on some of the, the, the sites that you that, or people that you follow, you can borrow their voices and their tone in certain situations. So that way, when you're lacking in confidence, you can actually become that other person. I think this is super important and things that people don't actually think about. So if, for instance, you, uh, let's just use uh, Grant Cardone, for instance, you can listen to his tone, his the way he lays his beats down on certain situations, or the Wolf of Wall Street, I'm just making people up, so you can take their tone, borrow their voice, and then actually put it into your situation. So when you lack confidence, you are you become that other person in your mind, so that way you don't you're you're not sitting there um playing you know trying to present as a victim, trying to present as needy, now I become that other person. Super, super important. So the scripts are important. To get away from the scripts are important also. And using analogies and experiences and borrowed experiences and borrowed voices from others as well. All right, that's it. Hit me up, thesaleslife1 at gmail.com, thesaleslife, the number one at gmail.com. Also, you can text me your questions, 337-565-0906, Uh, Text me your questions from there. Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is the sale you own you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.